Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. One constant feeling reigns over the 130-plus year history of NC State Wolfpack football. Hope. And when there's hope, well, Pack fans can always relate. Pack family, time for a true look at your team. Expert analysis, special guests, and a Carter Finley-sized bag full of X's and O's. Let's get hooked up for Pack Therapy. Here are your hosts, Tim Donnelly and Wolfpack Great, Mike Lennon. Welcome into another edition of the Pack Therapy Podcast, an emergency edition of the Pack Therapy Podcast because the positive vibes, the the positive momentum, I don't know if it completely screeched to a halt today, but but there was uh, a definite roadblock. Uh, I'm Tim Donnelly, Mike Glennon, former NC State quarterback, longtime NFL quarterback, my co-host, uh, joining you. Here's, here's how it goes. I thought this podcast, I thought our next podcast was going to be all about coming out of the bye week, you beat Clemson, you come back, you beat Miami going away, the defense is playing lights out. MJ Morris is doing enough on the offense. Full steam ahead. If you win three of your next four, including the bowl game, you tie for the most wins in, under Dave Doran and NC State. Uh, there's there's so much positivity. We were looking to get former players on. We were just going to nostalgia walk our way down a, a really fun pod. And then today, the, the reports start trickling out there. Wolfpacker had it first. Uh, MJ Morris electing to redshirt this conversation according to wolfpacker came out uh took place on sunday uh pack pride we're going to there's so many different pieces of information coming from different publications uh pack pride reporting that he was working with the scout team meanwhile brennan armstrong was was working with the ones uh news and observer posted some things then took him down there there's enough smoke at this point and and wral has spoken to eddie morris is his dad Enough smoke at this point to understand that MJ Morris is redshirting, uh, and it, and it seems to have come from his camp, not the the coaches telling him to. So, uh, Mike, as a a quarterback that's navigated life in Raleigh, can you see why this would be the decision for for MJ Morris? I can see why. I'm still sh- surprised. I mean, I can see why because he wants to have an extra year to play football and to make more money in the NIL world. Um, did I expect it to happen in this fashion? Absolutely not. I think, what was it now? Four, four or five weeks ago when they made the switch to MJ, I fully anticipated MJ would be the starter for the rest of the year. Unless honestly, I think I thought of it in two ways is if one, he completely fell apart and was a mess and they needed to switch back to Brennan or he was, it was almost like he was playing so well, but they weren't winning enough. We're like, Honestly, even if even if they had won what their record is now, but there's like a very small chance to get to the AC championship, and they're like, you know what? He's played so well. I want him to be our quarterback for three more years rather than two. Let's redshirt him. I did not think it would come in the fashion of him 
deciding to. And I just don't know if I get it. I mean, <laughs> that that's that was my question because I'm looking at my it. First my first thing is I see that his dad says he's not leaving the program, which I is great that he's not leaving this year. I don't think he's going to be the quarterback for NC State next year after, after seeing this news. Literally, and, my and, next question for you was was how can how can you walk back into the locker room next year and expect people to depend on you when I mean you're, you've won six games, you're six and three, you're three and one with you as the starter. You have three games left, and you're making this decision. I don't even know if it's as much about that to me. It's about I don't know if he did enough to to say he he should be the starter next mm-hmm. year, like. He made a couple of good throws, but I mean, the offense completely changed when they put in the little shovel pass jet sweeps mm-hmm. to Casey Concepcion. I mean, you know, people always say, could I complete a pass in the NFL? You know, could you take a random guy off the street and have him complete a pass in the NFL? He can do that. I mean, those are rushing yards. Those aren't passing yards, and they're not throwing the ball down the field. I saw something today. He's completed like one out of 18 passes or something like that, past 20 yards. Like, um, and and to go further along, and I like MJ as a player. I like him as a person. I, I don't know how much teams are going to be coming calling um, for him. The other schools, you know, like you, you're you're only as good as as what you've recently done. And and the tape out there right now, I'm not sure if it, people are going to be knocking down his door to get him to come to their program and pay him a big amount of money on top of that. Yeah, few observations on what you just said. One. His stats right now look significant because I've read all of the different articles and everything trying to to react to this news. His stats look significantly better when you include last year, right? So when you say like over his nine games, here's what he has. I'm like, oh, actually, that might be attractive in the portal. But when then you break it down to here's what he's done since taking over for Brennan Armstrong this year, it's it's less impressive. Um, it's I, I don't. It's hard to believe that a player can almost have this much power, right? Uh, it, it's, it seems like the coaches would look at him and say, no, you're playing. Like, you're, you're here on scholarship. We're like, we're, we're – you're on our team. You go the, in the only say go in. Against that, I will say, is that he was told before the season he's going to redshirt. And then when kind of things went sideways and offense wasn't looking good – they wanted him to bail them out on the season. So he did. And that's what we talked about <laughs> back then, though, was does he even want to play? Like, mm-hmm. he may have wanted to redshirt. And I think the answer now is yes, he wanted to redshirt. So I could see from his standpoint of you guys told me I was going to redshirt. Why can't I redshirt? I mean, you went against your plan. Why can't I go against your new plan? So it- – yeah, I'll give you that. There is a self like there's the team aspect of college football, but there there is still an individual side of it that you also have to do what's best for you and your career. And you only have four to five years at this thing. And I think, you know, he he feels this is what's best for him, how it's received by his teammates. I'm not sure. Again, I know he's well liked. Um, I'm sure it's hard for them. And then kind of the next step to this is I think the offense will kind of pick up where they left off you know, with him as a quarterback, with Brendan Armstrong stepping in. That, that, that's, the, the like you said, the other side of this, and, and we'll bounce back and forth. But Brendan Armstrong, uh, it's going to be a completely different vibe from the last time we saw him, right? I, I think 
you know, I saw somebody on Twitter and it's, it's a comical take on it, but with MJ Morris making this decision, there's going to be fans and I'm not necessarily co-signing this, but there's going to be fans that consider what MJ doing is, is what MJ's doing is selfish and it's me first and it's all these other things. Uh, so the, the, the joke was like, gosh, darn it. We've been booing the wrong guy this whole time because Brennan Armstrong for all of the struggles he had on the field has been like, I'll go out there for two plays and my body beat up and I'll, I'll run the, the hard plays, right? I'm going to be professional about it when you bench me for the younger guy. It, like when he goes in, I think the fans are going to kind of appreciate the fact that he's he's hung in there. And, and Yeah, yeah and it's he, funny, he, like how the tides have turned. Like he's going to become a f- – especially depending on how he plays in the next few weeks. And unfortunately, it's not a home game because I'm with you. I think if – when they trot out on the field for the first play, if it was at Carfield Stadium and they're like now under center quarterback Brendan Armstrong, I think the place would have erupted. Yeah. And um, part of that probably would have been a, a, a shot at MJ. But I think fans have come to appreciate him. I mean, that last week when he had the run on the left side, you knew it was going to be a big collision and he kind of had a decision to make is do I run out of bounds? Do I slide or do I almost take? all my frustrated energy out <laughs> on this guy, I'm going to do that. He went, and, he did like a little helicopter, went airborne, yeah, I mean, he laid it all He weighed the wood, and unfortunately, he took the brunt of the hit <laughs> as the other guy didn't fall to the ground, and like you said, he kind of did a helicopter. And I thought it was so cool. He had a long, you know, whatever, 53 and a quarter yard jog across the field, and the mm-hmm. fans gave him a nice round of applause, and I thought that was great, and I'm sure for him it was like, Finally, like, yeah, I'm laying it all out for you guys, and I appreciate this uh, response for the first time. So, um, where you got to keep yeah. like the serious face on, but inside you're really smiling. Like, thank right, you, right. it means a lot. Yeah, but, I was uh, waiting for him uh, to kind of get get the crowd going almost. Like, you could yeah. tell that the crowd loved it. But I mean, we got an away game at went, you know, at Wake, and then in Blacksburg. So, unfortunately mm-hmm. for for him, he is he won't probably see that. Well, a, now uh, now he has to play well, right? Now, if you play right, well at exactly. Wake, if you play well at Virginia Tech, right. then oh, when you come be home, it'd be it'd be yes. that times ten. Correct. So you don't think the offense will, will you know, if I'm picking up what you put down a couple minutes ago, you don't think the offense will change a bunch with him taking over? I what we said when they made the change to MJ is I don't think this offense is going to look all that much better with MJ mm-hmm. and. Honestly, it, it hasn't. I mean, it's um, the, all of a sudden they just started getting the ball to KC more often and they got some guys healthy on the offense line. So did the offense look better? Yeah, probably. But did the quarterback play improve? I don't think it necessarily did. So I'm sure Brennan was a little bit jealous that why did I get all these little easy completions to KC? And uh, I just hope for the biggest thing for Brennan is he doesn't go out there and press and feel like I got a second shot. Now I got to live up to something. I hope he just goes out there with the mindset of like, I've already been benched once. How can this get any worse? Like just go out, play with a free mind and have fun playing football. Um, but I, I don't expect the, um, the quarterback play to, to drop from, from what MJ did just because I don't think, I think there's similar uh, abilities between the two of them. And, and the, so, so that's kind of the football of it. I do want to look at this from a modern college football landscape perspective. 
And, um, you know, shout out to Ethan McDowell of the Wolfpacker, who he was the first that I saw that had the report. Um, some others have kind of blown it up more recently, but he also tweeted out like, hey, this is a good time to remind you, like, don't tweet at players. Don't don't reach out to them personally um, because MJ Morris is going to catch a lot of a lot of heat. And there's going to be some fans that hide behind, you know, no profile picture and and some name with seven, nine, sixty five, forty nine all at the end of their their uh, their their handle. But MJ Morris is going to catch a lot of heat. And it's crazy that this is even possible where uh, especially when the assumption was that he'd be transferring. And obviously, uh, Eddie Morris, his dad, told WRAL uh, sports uh, investigative reporter Brian Murphy that there's that, you know, he's not leaving the program. Uh, the, the exact quote included he would have left in January or he would have left in May because he had plenty of options if he wanted to, to leave the, the program. But, you know, with that being on the table, I'm just not sure we're, we're like, actually, you know, I'll put it, I'll put your shoes, right? You're the number four quarterback in the country coming, coming into NC state. You have to sit for three years behind Russell Wilson before you get your chance to shine. I'm not sure we see anything even close to that when you have a starting quarterback electing to red shirt and kind of keep all those options uh, open. It's just college football. I don't think is, you know, that's one of the few ways it's completely changed. Yeah. It's completely changed. And um, you know, people always ask me like, would you have left? Um, and honestly, I don't know what, or what I have. Well, you didn't, I mean, you didn't, have, you didn't even have to weigh that as a possibility because it was right. so and, far. And back then, or if the rules were what they are now, chances are yes. And honestly, what someone brought up to me, which I never thought of is, Russell probably would have left too because he would have been offered all this money from another school too. So who knows how it would have played out, but yeah, it's just completely different. Honestly, I don't completely fault MJ for this. If say that the ACC championship was like NC state was, if they, if they win, they get in and then he decided to do this. I think that's wrong. If, but with, I mean, what, According to ESPN or one of these people, what did they have like a two percent chance of actually making the AC? Like right Last now, they're like one point four. Right. I mean, they're playing for a better bowl game, and I don't know if that matters all that much. I think the teammates will understand his vantage point because, like I said, he was told at the beginning of the season he was going to redshirt, and at the end of the day, that's what he's getting now. So I know times, you know, things change during the season, but just like coaches get up and leave. Before a bowl game, just like players are doing that now, it, it's become where people have kind of a, a selfish attitude towards it, which I don't completely agree with. There's definitely the team aspect, but there is an individual aspect to, to this as well. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
let's look at it from from Doran's perspective. Uh, like 48 hours ago, the guy had the cigar post game. He's he's super comfortable. He's happy. He just became the NC State all time wins leader of of any coach in history. Uh, the reports are out there that he was hanging out with family and friends, kind of in the lock or uh, in the uh, parking lot till the wee hours of the morning, soaking mm-hmm. it up. And and you know, 48 hours later, the program is. I don't like. I don't want to say the program's in disarray, but it's definitely shaken up a bit by by this decision, right? Shaking up your quarterback is is going to be a thing. Um, but at the same time, you know, Wake Forest is a winnable game. Virginia Tech is a winnable game. North Carolina, you know, that rivalry is always a game that you know last year proved the crazier it gets, almost the the better it is, or the 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 more chance you have to win that one. You have nine or ten wins still still out there. That's a good season, right? Dave Doran's never won double digit games. You have to win out to do it, but the possibilities at least there, what are the challenges for him as far as just keeping everybody kind of rowing in the same direction? And, and we haven't even brought this up. The, the starting quarter or starting running back from earlier this year, Jordan Houston made a similar decision. Now he is leaving the program, but kind of a mid season, Hey, I want to protect my eligibility. I'm going to redshirt. Like this has now happened twice in the last month and a half. Yeah, it's going to be a challenge for him, you know, to kind of uh, just get everyone on the same page. But I think that's what Dave does a great job of. I I mean, he's been around this program so long. He's been through adversity. And I think those the players respect him enough and and he's earned their respect that he's going to rally the troops and they'll be fine. And honestly, I I don't I don't know disarray, like on the field to me, I, I think this is a lateral move. Like th- I don't think there's going to be all of a sudden you go from like, Hey, we ha- our offense is playing so well. Like this is going to crush our offense. The offense isn't playing well. I mean, yep. with MJ at quarterback, I, I think you could really, I think more it's, it's more, it's more of, it's more of like a, like a sociology shake. Correct. Right. It's, it's correct. more it's of about a, the team, a, who's the know, leader. Yeah. 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 Correct. I, and I see that, but look, when I when I see the coin toss the last every week, Brennan Armstrong is the one that's the captain. MJ Morris isn't. So, look, Brennan's played. He he didn't play great early, but he's he's a good enough player. Where I think the 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 team will rally around him just like they did MJ. Honestly, I think it could have a similar effect. And seeing the way he handled this the situation, he could have moped around, but he kept a positive attitude. I'm sure all the guys saw that way more firsthand than I did. And I think they'll probably respect that and, and want to go out and win for him as well, just like they did MJ when he kind of provided a spark. I think Brennan mm-hmm. could provide a similar type spark this week. The the other thing, and I know I've, I've said the other thing like 10 times because there's you know, 15, 20 <laughs> different angles on this. I just keep going. And the other thing, uh, the other thing is the name, image, and likeness uh, of it all. Um, you know, again, his dad said he's, he's staying, but this is not just an MJ Morris thing. You have to re-recruit every especially starter uh on your team every single year right it, it's we've talked about it with casey concepcion we've, we've we've talked about it with others where you better make sure they know they're loved you better make sure they're they're finding value in your program you better make sure they're developing or else they'll find somebody that will probably pay them better that can do all those things for them um so with mj morris right now again according to his dad he's not leaving the program he just wants to red shirt wants to protect that year of eligibility I get it, right? Hey, I, I didn't redshirt. I played four years of college, and I wish I could have gotten one more year on the back end. So I'm, I understand what he's saying, but what would 
assuming that the little birdies are going to be out this this offseason, whether he enters the portal or not, he'll know what his market value is because, you know, people talk. I'm I'm struggling to find like how much other programs would want MJ Morris. Right. For for NC State right now, he's the guy that came in, kind of turned the season around, won three out of four starts, beat Clemson, beat Miami, made the throws necessary, sparked a little something, something. Uh so there's some goodwill built up there. I'm not sure other power five schools are going to look at it the same way and think, hey, let's let's dip into our collective money, find a whole bunch of money to make sure we get this guy on campus for anything other than like, you know, he could be a guy to come in and compete. I'm not, I'm not sure they're just giving him the job. I 100 percent agree. And I'm I'm not sure NC, he's NC State's quarterback next year. And with that being said, if he's not NC State's quarterback next year, then what level quarterback is he? I mean, there was rumors that teams like Auburn were interested. Um, what what was on tape this year doesn't scream SEC, you know, like, and you talk about his numbers last year. He had six good quarters of football. He played a great second half against Virginia Tech, and he played great against Wake Forest. Against Boston College, it was okay. You know, like, it was and and, and last year he still had like all of the potential and all of the heat. correct like you and, bring him in expecting to work with him now he, he's a little bit older he's put a little bit more you on know, tape. It, it kinda, I, he he what Brennan Armstrong was last year at Virginia where he struggled it kind of reminds me of that a little yet two years ago he was really good so is that what people are going to be saying well this MJ Morris kid was really good as a freshman well I mean Brennan Armstrong threw for over four thousand yards MJ had six good quarters <laughs> I mean. So I, I don't know. I mean, that would be – I would be very interested to see what school, what that money is. Um, and But it's hard to blame them for trying to get more money because the NFL is not guaranteed. So you might as well make as much as you can while you're at this level. Like I said, just from what was on tape this year, played well against Marshall. Duke wasn't pretty. Clemson wasn't all that much. Miami – I mean, we're talking about 50% completion yep. rate, and a lot of these are on shovel passes. I just, you know, comparing it to, like, the NFL free agency, like, okay, you did this two years ago. You're really only as good as your film last year. Like, we're not going to keep going back and watching the whole film. Who are you now? And um, it, the, it just didn't look quite the same this year as what he did last year. You can definitely tell we're a couple of quarterbacks who they hadn't quite figured out the touch pass on the the, the speed <laughs> sweeps yet. <laughs> We're going like it's not even really a it's not even really passing yards because we were <laughs> handing that thing off. And <laughs> looking back, we should have gotten just just a little tap and we would have been uh, rolling in it. Um, last thing and going back to nil. Uh, last thing of this emergency pod. Um, the the Savage Wolves nil tweeted out a picture of Brennan Armstrong and the the quote said no quit. The quit was all capitalized. In this fan base, dot, 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 LFG, we all know what that stands for. Uh, BA, which stands for Brennan Armstrong. I'll say that one. Uh, and then hashtag Savage. They then deleted it, which I think was probably the smart move. But, you know, the internet is written in ink. Um, name, image, and likeness collectives, I, their roles in all of this is so baffling to me. Because, you know, tweeting that out and deleting it is very much like, what you do when you're bitter and hurt, like your relationship, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I was better off just leaving it because then it's just like, Hey, we're, we're rallying behind our guy. You know, yeah, like it's, <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, tweeting out some dramatic song lyrics after you're broken up with in middle school and then going like, Oh no, someone's going to see this and deleting it. it. It's, and it's not quite that bad. I'm not like trying to make fun of them, but that's, 
like that shows me they were involved like at some level where there was some kind of trust or there was some kind of uh, it, just the role of name, image and likeness almost in personnel decisions. The collectives is a fascinating way to look, you know, fascinating lens to look at this situation through. It is really interesting because, again, you can kind of can compare it to the NFL now. And it's like, you know, you often get labeled as, you know, a guy wasn't worth the contract or whatever. And through the first couple of games, you know, I don't know how much of these guys are making, but they mm-hmm. clearly brought Brandon Armstrong in to pay him for the whole year. And he only yeah. ends up playing five games. Now, <laughs> you'll end up playing more. Now, on the flip side, like, come on, you, you also paid MJ, but he was supposed to redshirt. So, like, what? Yep. Why does that matter? Um, but it is fascinating just how much NIL has completely changed the landscape of college football. And I think we're just finding out new ways. Like because but, but it also so many- to use to use your, your NFL analogy, it also kind of like there is that separation. I think it's tough for guys like Belichick that try to do both. Uh there is that separation where like coaches almost get to be the good cop, right? They just Hey, we're here to make you a better football player. We're here to, you know, you get your position coach gets to be more of like a coworker. Then the GM has to come with the 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 business of it all. Like, are the collectives going to take over the like? Here's how much you're worth, right? You're worth a hundred k this year. There, you can test the market. You're not going to find two hundred k. And then the coaches just get to coach because, and if that's the case, then almost like you know, MJ Morris gets to be running the scout team this year, saying. Hey, coach, I, I love you, but hey, you know they're messing up over there. It's like that that separation, right? You get to put that that middleman. I hope the uh, collectives aren't deciding aren't, aren't the cap space guys. I mean, they're, <laughs> like, they, hey, we can't they afford you right in now. Charge of divvying it out, but I guess technically, <laughs> I don't think Doran is supposed to be in charge of who gets what either. I don't know. That's why this whole thing is will be interesting to see for years to come what it evolves into, or maybe if, if it might dissolve. Who knows what's going to happen with it? Um, it's just it would, it would be hilarious if the, the name, image, and like we don't have the cash. We're, <laughs> I mean, it's like talk about you know, it kind of makes me think of Jerry Jones, where you buy your way into the Cowboys, and it's like you want to now have a say in personnel. Like, if all of a sudden a bunch of really rich NC State fans essentially start picking the players, like, oh, yeah, I don't know if that's the path we want to go down. That's basically real life fantasy football without actually knowing uh what true scouting is, but who knows? I mean. Money has a lot of power, and if someone wants to write big checks, maybe they will have a say in uh, who the who the next quarterback is here. And Panthers fans everywhere say, "Did you hear that, David Tepper?" Uh, that's a good. That's a good way to end end this uh, this emergency pod, uh, Mike. We appreciate you as always. Everybody out there, follow, subscribe, share it with your friends. Pack Therapy Podcast everywhere you find your 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 pods. Obviously, you're listening to this right now, so just hit the like, hit the subscribe button comment if you see fit uh we'll be back with the next pack therapy podcast hopefully with more answers than questions see ya Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.